The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. I'll tell you an amazing story to bring this home. You ready? Okay, fasting seatbelts. This is a wild story. You'll love it. Okay, so it was around circa approximately 1960 in the holy land of Israel, in Jerusalem, Yerushalayim. And it was the holiest day of the year in the holiest city in the holiest country on earth. Can you imagine? Wow. Permeated with holiness, saturated with greatness. So there's a fellow, a nice guy, who's walking to the synagogue, who's walking to the shul on Yom Kippur when he sees something that perturbs him, that really, like, irritates him. Not far, a block away from the synagogue, from the shul, he sees a man who's sitting there flagrantly, blatantly, in the face of everyone, smoking a cigarette on Yom Kippur. Obviously Jewish guy. You're not allowed to do that on Yom Kippur. You're not allowed to smoke a cigarette on Yom Kippur. You're not allowed to eat. You're not allowed to ignite a fire. It's, it's like, it's more severe than Sabbath and Shabbat and Shabbos. It's the Shabbat. It's Shabbos Shabbos. It's the Shabbos of all Shabboses. It's very, very strict. And this is like considered to be a tremendous violation. And here he is. Okay, you want to do something that's a transgression. Okay, so, you know, hide somewhere, go off somewhere. I don't know, go to the basement, I don't know, right? But to do it in public view, when all, so many other people are just walking by. So the fellow that saw it, he went over to the man, and he took his hand, and he said, Habibi, my friend. Habibi really means my, my beloved. That's what it really means. Habib, my, my cherished, my precious one. He says, Hayom, today, is your keeper. He says, I know. He says, Matose, what are you doing? He says, You're smoking. Are you kidding How could you do this? Today's Yom Kippur. And the fellow who was smoking a cigarette turned to this other guy and he said, Me? Me? Ask God. So what do you mean, ask God? I was in the camps in World War II, the Holocaust. I had an only son, the most beautiful boy, so talented, he had a beautiful voice, so handsome. I never saw him again. You expect me to observe Yom Kippur? I threw that out, and he keeps on smoking. And the man turned to him, and the man said, Yom Kippur is a day of forgiveness. God forgives us. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe, just maybe, maybe you could forgive God a little, just a little. Come with me to the synagogue. They're about to say Yizkor. Yizkor is the memorial prayer for those we lost. Come say a prayer for your son. He says, Nachon. He says, you're right. He walks with him to the synagogue, to the shul. They enter, and Chazan, the cantor, is singing so beautifully. And he starts Yiskor. The Holocaust survivor that was smoking, he walks up to give the name for the Kelmole, for the memorial prayer. And he looks at the Chazan, the cantor, and with tears in his eyes, he gives his son's name, Nasan Ben Svi. And the Chazan says, 
Say Menucha Tachas Shino Es Nishmas. He's repeats again. Nossum Bensvi. Nossum Bensvi. Nossum Bensvi. Nossum Bensvi. That's my name. He looks at the older man. He says, Papa? And Papa says, Nossum. And the father and son were reunited on Yom Kippur in the great synagogue because someone was walking by, saw the man with the cigarette, cared. And he could have said to himself, it's Yom Kippur, why should I defile my soul and be in the surroundings and the environment of somebody smoking on Yom Kippur? Why should I subject myself to that? Why should I compromise my... But that's not what we're here for. We're here to make the impure pure. Even if it means a little suffering for ourselves. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.